Hey everyone, welcome to the Make Time Podcast. My guest today is the homie Danny Cassell, also known as Cool Man Coffee Dan. He is an animator and all-around creator, from making short viral animations on Instagram to coming out with his first single soon on Spotify. I had a blast chatting with him and I'm glad we were able to make this happen. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Danny, thanks for being on the podcast. Dude, dude. I'm so happy to be here. I think this is my most professional podcast setup I've ever been on. That's super flattering to hear that because, I mean, we've been here for less than six months and it's just me, Colin, and Patrick. And yeah. We're, we're you, trying to make it work, man. Y'all are killing it out here. You're sponsored by White Walls, <laughs> <laughs> which is cool. Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bear. I mean, I, I, I hate to plug myself in here, but I would love to draw something one day. Just Dude. go full three-year-old. And Please. draw on the walls. That would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. Will you let me know if I'm like sounding way too sleepy? No, of course. Here, let me just move this guy down. Mm. Cool. Um, Dude, so we met working with Dan Mays. Yeah. I remember um, he was telling me about his whole animation project with the... With, uh, the cameras and stuff coming to life right and he was like oh man you should check out this guy's instagram yeah see his, anima- his animation mm-hmm. and it bugged me out because i was like i've never seen anything like that that kind of animation and that kind of uh i guess content mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden i'm working with you yeah <laughs> and just i just like re- that yeah man i just remember dude those were three long ass nights well for me that was just the shooting was part. it only three I, dude, that that felt like my summer. <laughs> that felt like a good, good, good old chunk of my summer there. No, because in was the just, best way possible. I yeah, because creating all night. Because I was with you guys for the shooting part, but then even after the shooting part, there would be editing and then your mm. animations and. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember being because it always always happening so quick, and I've always been you know a fan of what was happening here. So it was like all a quick quick succession of events where i i stepped foot into 368 which was like a whoa moment and then you're creating something there and then it's done and oh. it's uploaded actually wait how did you even how'd you get connected with dan uh, so it's so weird being on the other side of things because then like things just happen and then like i just i just meet people. yeah like i just appeared <laughs> in your life which is odd yeah um, man so pretty much the way i understand it is uh it was two ways. It was a major coincidence. Dan's uh, uh, assistant, Luke, Luke Vey. Dude, shout outs to Luke. Shoot, shout outs to Luke. Uh, I guess was a, was a viewer of mine for a while. And I think when Dan came to New York, he was like, who should I be you know, collabing with? Is that my phone? I don't know. I don't know that might that be my phone. Might it be, sounds like a phone. It might be my phone. It might be yours. Because it was underneath. Miguel. I'm sorry. Miguel. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so Dan Dan Mace was like, wait, who should I be collabing with in New York City? And and Luke sent him back a list of names. And I was on that list, I guess. So I was on his radar. Um, and I guess Dan was planning on hitting me up. Total flip side of that is I get brought into uh, 368 with Chantel Martin. Previously. Like... The day before, I guess Dan was planning on on officially connecting with me and DMing me or whatever, and um, 
so I walk in and I meet Casey, I meet Paul, I meet Dan, and uh, I'm with Chantel this whole time. And we go up and we, we have our introductory meeting and everything. And I, I learn what 368 is all about. And uh, Dan is shooting his thing with Peter McKinnon downstairs. And I also didn't know who Peter was at the time. Uh, I barely knew who Dan was. And then I leave. And I say goodbye to Dan, and that was that. So Isn't that crazy, though, how, like, we don't know these people? Like, I didn't know you, and then all of a sudden you just meet these people, and it's just like... It's a game of catch-up, you know? It's like you, you, you got to just kind of be there and be present and uh, not be a weirdo and, like, make a good first <laughs> yeah. impression and all yeah. that. And, and, and then, like, in most cases, you're doing your homework about that creator after, which yeah. is super cool. It's, like, almost backwards. Like, And that's a luxury, I think, to almost do it backwards because... The flip side of that yeah. is you are such a fan and you never meet this person and it just like creates this like this god complex and like it's true you know you're not gonna you're not gonna collab with any, anybody it's that true. you look that high up to it's true anyway but yeah um uh so i bounce and i'm like oh that's cool i guess i met i met casey i met dan that's that was a really cool moment back there and i'm like in the subway like a few hours later i check my dms and Casey posted something with Dan and tagged Dan. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I should follow this guy on Instagram. I didn't know that Dan had an Instagram. Go to uh, his page and it says follow back. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. He already followed. But that was weird because he didn't seem like he knew me just a few hours ago. So I follow him back. I go to hit him up on the DMs. And it's this like slew of paragraph messages from him exactly like how he talks in real life <laughs> and he's like he's responding to my story i posted a photo of three six while i was in three six eight yeah and he's like he responds to that he's like brew was that you fuck man <laughs> da, da, da. i have this idea i didn't know that was you wait this must be super annoying <laughs> da, 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 da. and then he pitched me the whole idea and i was like dude i'm so down that's so funny that, via instagram via instagram and that's how that all that all went down um but it's like that's how it happens, you know. There's no like, um, uh, like etiquette as to how those introductions go. I mean, that's like the prime example of how unorthodox this all can be. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the next day, we're working. I'm working with you guys. All of I have no idea. Dan's like, "Yo, can you help?" Right. I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Of course, I'm gonna help." And right. next thing I know, we're up like three days in a row on some weird hours of the night. Yeah. Recording audio. With, I remember you had a friend that came by. I forgot her name. But we went. Oh, that yeah, was like yeah, day yeah. Two. Ariana. We, yeah, we all met but up. But like and, maybe. And... Shout out to but like maybe. Yeah, man. We needed a voice. We need, <laughs> yeah. It was classic like, we need a girl voice for like two lines and we don't know any girls right now. <laughs> what was, like, what's her name again? Ariana. And what's her what's her like Instagram? At but like maybe. Could you pull that up, Colin? Yeah, let's pull it up. Um, But yeah, for those that, that are listening we're referring to Dan Mace's video of when Casey Neistat's cameras come to life. Cameras, GoPro, cameras, broken yeah. drones. <laughs> you should check it out on Dan Mace's uh, YouTube channel. Um, but what a lot of people probably don't even realize is how much work and how long it took to make that video. Man. Yep. There was a lot of stages. Um, Dan went missing for a day. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah he did <laughs> i just i remember you calling me you were like yo have you heard from dan i'm like nah mm. <laughs> dude 
and that's how it goes. Yeah, you know, just sometimes yeah. sometimes people that you need go missing. Yeah, and you got to figure it out. And but then it got done. You know what I mean? Like, then it got done. Yeah, I was so dedicated to this project that yeah, I know, dude. I didn't know where Dan was, and so I kind of just waited around this area. No, I remember you were, <laughs> dude. You were calling me. You were talking to me, and yeah, you were like, "Yo, let me know if you've heard if he if you." Perks of living in Waynesburg. Cause like you, once you're in the city, you just gotta kind of stay here until what you came for happened. It's true. It's true. So I mean, so okay. So before even meeting up and collabing with Dan, before even going to three six eight, mm. like how did you even start? How did you even get into drawing? Like, were you always into drawing? Like, what happened? Like, how 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 did you become this, this big? Guy animator on instagram man we're, we're like i think your videos are the most liked and most comments that i've ever seen on on anybody's instagram yeah um yeah i mean it's it's a it's a succession of events man um it's i would be quick to say that it kind of was like overnight because i kind of did grow my instagram page from 2000 to over a million in like 15 months but it's the big picture is is, is much, there's much more that went into that and i you know it, really it all started when i'd like discovered youtube in 2006 when i was like 11 and it's really been like a decade of trial and error of you know learning this etiquette that is online content creation and learning the do's and don'ts and learning who everybody is and and learning you know uh, like how to title a video and then learning vine and then unlearning vine because that just disappears <laughs> and then like keeping up with all that there's so much to keep up with you i think know? i think that's a that's the that's the word keeping up there's a lot of upkeep to all this shit yeah yeah it, it, and it's it's not for everybody because it is like quite stressful and it, it can cause mm -hmm. massive amounts of anxiety but at the same time it doesn't matter because your love for it is so intense you know i i, I really can't picture myself doing anything but online content creation like it it was always that over the past decade in my life to some degree whether it was you know my first youtube videos were me setting up dominoes in my basement and toppling them over like how long huge. ago was that i was probably uh, i think the videos say 10 years ago on youtube um it's a That's whole tough. other if, i mean you could pull that if you want to type in best pal um in the youtube search you'll you'll find it's not not even no yeah we're we're not even on this channel these dominoes we're we're going way back what channel b e s t p a l best pal and see what yeah yeah that's me best pal 567 subscribers <laughs> oh my god new did not just subscribe to that <laughs> <laughs> so if you scroll all the way down to the low to the oldest it will say probably 11 years ago, 12 years ago. Could you pull this up yeah. on the stream, Colin? Yeah, yeah. So, um, cool. if you click on that first video, it's one of my first YouTube videos. So, for people just watching, it's uh, listening, it's just, it's kind of like a booby trap. It's a Rube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg, yes. So, a tape rolled into a bunch of books that were dominoes and the books knocked over a tripod, a tripod and the tripod knocked over a little mini safe that weighed down a string that opened up a door and i was 
10 years old. And that has 6,646 views. That's a what? It, that's great, <laughs> dude. What? Yeah. So and and, and all and what that contraption did was open the door. Mm-hmm. Dope. How long did that take you to set up? <laughs> well, something like that, you know, maybe like fifteen minutes. But then there's these huge domino rallies. And wait, that's called the Rube Goldberg. Yeah. So and I don't know where I came up, like where I initially discovered this guy named Rube Goldberg, but it, it was this old cartoonist. Um, in like, I want to say this the 60s or the 70s i don't know but he would draw like one panel comic strips of like overtly simple tasks but very complex contraptions to do it so like rube goldberg's way of brushing your teeth and it would be this guy like wearing a hat that like you know had like poured seeds into a bowl and then like birds would fly up to the seeds and then like the birds would pull a string and the string would like pull pull like a marble that would go down a track and the marble would like hit a button that would fling a thing and fling toothbrush on toothpaste onto the toothbrush and the toothbrush would like swim and it's like overtly simple tasks but like he would draw out these crazy diagrams as like a joke it was all comedy but um nowadays like people like make these like yeah. huge crazy like okay go there's an okay yeah. go music video yeah. that is just insane uh, of a scale of, of of Rube Goldberg, they like got a warehouse together to make this insanely big Rube Goldberg. But like that was what I did in, in Domino's, and I, I like to think that that's what got me affiliated with the whole concept of spending hours on something just to knock it down, you know, theoretically for an audience, or like literally in that case. But like spending hours on a on a video, like like the Dan Mace collab yeah. days on a, on a video days, dude. and then just having someone consume it for a few minutes and that being like the grand prize. And this was being instilled in my brain, I guess at, at a young enough age where, where this was normal. Um, dude, that's sick. <laughs> look, look at your videos. I'm just, I'm just looking, they're all dominoes and I see Rubik's cubes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So you've been into the whole content creating since you were 10. Since I was 10. Even before that, I was making home movies, you know. Were you always into drawing? Always. I think every kid is. That's true. But you lose it somewhere along the way. Yo, I, I don't know if you've ever been to Chantel Mar... Sorry to like just derail. Chantel Studio. Her, um, I remember going to the Samsung event and oh, I, just, yeah. I was just listening to her talk. Yeah. She was talking about how like, like how anybody can draw yeah like kids can draw like why can't you draw exactly yeah and that's why i love chantelle so much she really brings this to light something gets whether it's like lack of confidence or or you know some social society uh judgment on like if you draw past a certain age there's a lot of that weird but i just never stopped i mean literally i never thought about it like it would just be like survival for me staying awake in school mm. and the only way i would be able to stay awake is just through doodling and um that would that was like just my thing and then like soon other kids would be like that's really cool. like they would watch me doodle to keep them awake too and uh i think there's some sort of stigma like against like uh like i know there was like uh memes you know, like 2011 memes of like 
these these artists, these doodlers, fellow school doodlers on Tumblr talking about how much it sucks like when other people say like, "Oh, I like your work," and like you get all embarrassed, but I never got embarrassed. Like I was always like, "Oh, thank you." Like I got a notebook full of them. Like check it out. Like tell me which one's your favorite. Like, you know. Doesn't that suck though that there's always like that that stigma or that certain whatever that is in like society where it's not cool for you to do something? Yeah, like, I mean, sucks, dude. it does suck, but I, I feel like you just need the one right yep. person telling you that it is cool. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's why it's so important for people to be influenced by like, or not not influenced, um, supported. You know what I mean? I feel like not a lot of people get encouraged or supported to do their thing. You just need that one person, and like, my heart goes out to people that don't have that one person currently, or or, or have yet to find that one person. But, like, you just need that one uh, entity of, of validation. And maybe it doesn't come through through to you as a person. Maybe it comes through to you as, like, a movie or, like, a yeah. song. Yeah. You just need to be like, all right, someone else in this planet gets it, you know. Um, I'm going to keep doing my thing. Have you always have you always had the same style of drawing? Um, yeah. Oddly enough, for the most part. Um, I mean, I would always kind of try to, like get realistic um but like for example i never knew how to draw girls like i never knew how to draw a woman like i i have this uh super simple way of drawing a dude um when i would go for like the more realistic like i would literally look at pictures when i was like maybe in like eighth grade and like see how photorealistic i could get and dudes like always came out perfect or, or somewhat perfect woman I just can't do I I don't like they always come out like really looking like I tried to draw Marilyn Monroe and it came out looking like Shrek so I was like looking like <laughs> came out really bad so like there's just some things that I just think I can't draw um and again maybe someone of like a different uh, uh ilk would like look at that and say I can't draw like if I can't draw a woman I can't draw but like you can draw all these other things like just freaking make it work man it's like the, your animation is always because drawing is one thing and animating is like a completely because you're doing you do all your own animations yeah that's crazy dude and yeah <laughs> it is wild it is wild and, and people really get freaked out when they know that i voice everything <laughs> oh because like there's a few different things going on yeah there is I man i don't talk like that in real life so like people <laughs> are like so you do everything i'm like yeah, I mean, when you're like alone in your apartment, you know, there's no, there's no cap, there's no, there's no cap on what you could do. <laughs> no, it's true, man. Like you could do a lot. Yeah, you could. One person could do a lot, and I think a lot of people just don't. I don't know. They they, they don't think about it that way. They don't, and it you know for the right reason for like you know there's there's gonna be times where you need to find people. Of course, you're gonna have to expand your team. Of course, but. At first, like, oh, like, I don't know how to edit. Well, figure it out. Oh, Danny, dude, dude. I, I just, exactly, <laughs> figure it out is, that's, that's a mantra I basically, like, live by. Yeah. I forgot to say, like, I feel like I, I didn't get to see you in person and say congratulations on hitting a dude, million subscribers. Thank you, and, man. Dude, you're crushing it, man. I appreciate it, dude. Million was crazy. Um, I smoked a cigar for that one. And I, I don't smoke cigars. So yeah, like, that's a big thing, dude. What? Yeah, it is really like, just like cl Instagram clout wise. Yeah, man. But like, I'm an animator, 
Yeah, man. So I'm still just on the subway and no one knows who the fuck I am. And that's cool with me, man. No, <laughs> dude, that's fine. I, wow, I didn't even think about that. A mil- If you were a million followers and you were an Instagram model or something, you're like, you can't really go out. That's a lot of people. Like, you're going to get stopped in the street a lot. Yeah, man. But a million followers for, you know, an artist <laughs> is like, all right. I mean, they, like my, literally my characters are more famous quote-unquote than, than than i am which is interesting dude i'm freaking wheat paste like i'm I, i've been doing this thing wheat pasting where like you get a big poster and you glue it up on the side of a building and yeah that's like super illegal but uh how does that how does that work you're, on, you're putting it on instagram too right yeah i'm and my tags on it i'm essentially giving nypd a clear and sure way to hit me up and tell me <laughs> They're gonna arrest me. Have 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 you gotten any calls, notices, anything? Not really. It's this weird like gray area etiquette where it's it, you know it's like you kind of just do it and uh, see what if, happens. If like a, if like a cop rolls up while you're doing it, you just say, "Oh, I'm sorry," and you take it off. And it's paper at the end of the day. Like it's it's not graffiti. Yeah, it, graffiti's you know like you know you can't take off. So and this this is called weeding. Wheat pasting. Wheat pasting. Yeah. Sorry. So it's like the way I understand it. And uh, I, I had a uh, another, you know, praise to how social media works is the only way I started doing this is because I came across wheat paste work in Brooklyn, took a picture of it, and I hit up the girl that was at, that Sick. added her tag, and she says, "Let's go sometime." Her name's Rena, and she like does this, for, like she's an artist that does this, has been doing this, and she just taught me, and now we do it together, just like that. Like she just handed over all of her knowledge, and um, but how- like. How crazy is that, dude? Dude, I mean, I can't imagine life any other way, you know. It's just like how my brain, like, thinks of things nowadays because it's been 10 years of doing it that way, you know. When my friends are like, I don't know, like, how to, you know, like, how would I get in contact with so-and-so? I'm like, DM them. Just hit them up. See what happens. See what happens, you know. See what happens. Just slide in, man. But, um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But. um, Yeah, man. So, yeah, but we pasting is like. The powder is literally for wallpaper, and it's called wheat paste powder, and you mix it with water, and that's how, like, wallpaper is is made. I forgot what we were talking about. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. How did... Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, back back to your animations. Like, so when did that switch to being your main form of content that you were making? Um... Like, when did you go from best pals... Yeah. I have like three questions. I have like a bunch of questions. Oh yeah, there's a lot going so, on. So when did you go from Best Pals to Cool Man Coffee Dan? And what's up with that name, Cool Man Coffee Dan? So there's one more in the middle, which is which is this guy. <laughs> this guy is Danny's studio. So really... Wait, wait, Danny's studio? So so it went from Best Pal Dominoes okay. to Danny's studio, <laughs> which is long-haired Justin Bieber man here making skits alone in his bedroom. Uh, about various things and this was about 2010 to 2012 about and you're just just doing this doing this and i got up to like 50,000 subscribers and like it it got a small little cult following my freshman year in college this girl in my spanish class said i have a question for you are you danny's studio (laughs) like i would get recognized in like my long island malls back in this era of my life it was it was rare but it was happening 
Um, when was this posted? 2010. 2010. Yeah. Damn, and your I just saw your animations on there. It was like a, it was a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's your drawing, dude. It's it's your art style. Yeah. So like they always and they've those drawings appear throughout Danny's studio, but um, I actually got a DM like the other day. Like it happens rare. It happens rarely, but it happens. Like I got a DM saying, "Did you used to have a channel? It was like called Danny's Studio or something." I'm like, "Dude, yeah, that was me." Like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Oh my god!" Like. I can't believe you're still doing this. Like you were literally my childhood. Like, wow, it's crazy that like these videos make up for a lot of people's middle school and high school experiences. How did dude, how does that even make you feel? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what? That's wild. Well, as that came out of my mouth, I realized that's what's going to be happening with these videos. Like in 10 years, people will be like, that was my middle school that like you made my, middle school after school like i'm like oh shit yeah but that's like the beauty of this man like you know people experience it in the moment and then like if they're a big enough of a fan of your work five ten years down the road you know they're going to kind of attribute your work to that chapter of their lives and that's like the biggest greatest honor an artist could have it's like you know you that's how do you think about cartoons your favorite cartoons when you were growing up like you couldn't picture your childhood without them. I think that the crazier the crazier part about that about nowadays is you can DM these people. You know what I mean? Like back then you couldn't DM your favorite artist or Right. You know, like you can there's a chance that you can meet them. There's a right. chance like everybody's just connected. Yeah. I hope to well, like that's how I felt when um Dan Harmon hit me back, the creator of Rick and Morty. It was just like, yo dog, I appreciate what you're doing on Instagram right now. And you should just you should just keep going. And I was like, "What? <laughs> Thank you, dude." And like now I'm like, you know, I feel like very very honored that uh, he threw some love my way. You know, dude, that's my favorite cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just even hearing that is like what? The, like the internet is literally bringing everyone so close together, but people like to raise the argument that it's doing the opposite. Yeah, they do. A lot of people just talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, which like it does sometimes. It, it does, but at the same time, it also doesn't. Like it's it's both things at the same time. Yeah, I'm sitting in this chair with you because the internet. Yeah, dude. Like you like know? I said, all of a sudden I was working with you for like into odd hours of the night. Just we're like delusional eating gummy bears trying to stay awake. Yeah, those gummy gummy bears were fire, man. We were eating <laughs> so many gummy bears. We were eating gummy bears. And hot fries, dude, tr- and like monster, trying to stay awake. Oh my god! And then like my stomach felt s- so shitty, dude. <laughs> it was so gross that we were eating all that, dude. But but for, it did it's the all job. From, it's, yeah, and it's all from the internet. I taste those gummy bears in my mouth right now. Sour gummy bears. We were like, you know, you know, when you get to a point in your life and like you're eating sour gummy bears by like the fives, not by one dude. or two. It's just like oh, yes. really a five. Five of them, and you're like, dude, I don't even. Really, I don't even eat gummy bears, and I was eating gummy bears that night. Oh yeah, I got some cavities from that night. I'm sure, positive. Sponsored <laughs> so, by Colgate. Spot. <laughs> so, so you were doing this, um, you were doing this YouTube channel back in two, nine years ago. Yeah. And when did it fully become? When did it become Cool Man Coffee Dan? So, really, I, I dude, I think it was honestly when, like, the Vine era was strong. Okay. Um, 
I started, well, so first off, I started calling myself Cool Man Coffee Dan because um, I learned how to use Photoshop one day in like Halloween season of 2013. So like right when I fell off this thing and I, I like, like uh, I had my first beer and I started going through this phase and kind of fell off YouTube for a minute. But um, I learned basic Photoshop and I photoshopped this image of like a, like a skeleton on my, like a face, like skeleton face. Yeah. And I made it my Twitter profile picture and I changed my Twitter handle to cool man, skeleton, Dan, cause whatever. And I'm like, oh, haha, this would be cool. Like every week I update my profile picture to whatever. And like whatever's happening in that profile picture, I make it cool man blank Dan. So the next week was a picture of me drinking coffee because I also recently discovered coffee around this time. It was life changing. And I made it cool man coffee Dan. And then weeks went by without me changing it because like I totally lost enthusiasm in that idea, I guess. And, but all of a sudden people in real life started calling me that. And to me, that's like the clearest indication that yeah, like an, like a, a name works or yeah. like a logo or yeah. whatever. An idea works is when people in real life kind of just like, without even thinking twice, start calling you that, you know? So like people in my high school were like, Oh, cool. My coffee, Dan, like people, my friends and family would be like, Oh, cool. And it'd be like, Oh, okay. Like that works. <clears throat> I'm going to like make that my vine handle. Then I start making some vine videos. And, um, it, you know, it's tough to find that name that works. I guess now, yeah. like, people are, like, uh, like it's, it's it's becoming more socially, uh, social medially acceptable to just go by your full name. Yeah. But back then, you had to find a username. You had to find, you know, like, a fake superhero name. Yeah, 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 yeah. And... Nobody was using their real name. Nobody was using their real nobody. name. Nobody. And, like, once, like, like, nowadays, like, your YouTube says, like, yeah. Danny Casal, like, your full yeah. name. But, like... So once I realized like this was working, I'm like, all right, this is like perfect. I didn't want to be known as Danny's studio anymore. That's what like uh, people were calling me. But then like soon people started calling me Cool Man Coffee Dan more than Danny's studio. And I'm like, and I th I like to think very cosmically, <laughs> but and I thought that was like the sign, like okay, this is like the clear start of the next chapter. So mm. Cool Man Coffee Dan was the new name. Um, I started like making videos and music videos and skits, and nothing was really sticking. I had a podcast for for a minute called oh. Cool Man Coffee Talks. Wait, when? When was this? This was while well, I was in college. This was 2015. Dope. Um, I got Dope. probably like maybe 30 or 40 episodes into it, um, and I never quite got it. I got better at it as I went, obviously, but I never quite clicked with it, and um, fell off of that. And then. Um, it, like nothing was really clicking. It was very frustrating. And I just thought I was going to be like known as like the wash up YouTuber with like 50 K subscribers. So wait, what, you're, you're in college doing this podcast. Yeah. What were you going to college for? Film, film, okay. film and screen studies. It was called. Okay. So you've always just been into making movies and yeah, just into those arts. Oh yeah. I always knew I wanted to go to school for film. Okay. Mm. And then, so at this point you're, you're already thinking about what you're going to be remembered as. It's like, oh, because you had you had some success on YouTube. Yeah. Dude, how many subscribers did you get on that channel that Colin just subscribed 50, to? 50,000. 50,000. Yeah. It was a thing. It was a little thing. So were you, like, was there any, was there ads or anything back then? No, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was ads. So were you making, were you making money off those? I was making like a hot, like 300 bucks a month, maybe. 
you know dude, that's solid yeah it was like dude that's what i was known for i was known as the youtube like i was the guy making youtube videos. nobody in my town was making youtube videos like where's your town if you don't mind if glen cove long island got it it gets a big old fart sound <laughs> boring <laughs> boring shit but you were making youtube videos don't there. go there yeah, but I was making YouTube. <laughs> and that's what you were known as. Dude, yeah, that, that's what I was known as. Um, and uh, it was also kind of awkward because, like, in those videos, I'm super, super hyper. And, like, ah, whoa, a dinosaur. Ah. But then, in, in, like, in, in, like, Spanish class in high school, I'm, like, sitting there, like, super self-conscious and quiet and, like, awkward. And it was, like, total contrast between, like, these people see my YouTube videos where, like, I'm this guy. And then, like, in school, they, they're sitting in the desk next to me and I'm this guy and it was like super weird for me because I didn't I didn't want to turn on that YouTube side of me in school and people I guess expected that so they kind of just like it was like a weird weird like alter ego of mine and people didn't understand that but that's normal now like we were talking yeah. about like how the personality turns on as soon as like you yeah, know, the before, camera turns on. Before we were, uh, before we went live, we were me and Danny were talking about how some people are different on camera and some people aren't. And he was like saying, "Oh, what what if I what if I just change my whole demeanor once the cameras turn on?" And I was yeah. just like, "Oh, I mean, it that happens." happens yeah. But then you were you told me, "Oh, I've been I'm actually the most comfortable in front of the camera." And now hearing that story of you uh, being one way on your YouTube videos in a different way in real life in school. I'm like, wow, wow. So you've been around cameras and that, that's that it, you really are comfortable in front of the lens. People get weirded out how comfortable I am in front of cameras. Like we'll be at a freaking party and I'll be acting kind of shy, sad boy, whatever. And then someone will whip out the iPhone and get a quick Snapchat. And when the Snapchat comes my way, I'm just like, what the fuck is up? At? Like, you know, it's like, and they're like, they find it hilarious. Cause like, that's, I guess, you know, what makes a good snap. And they're glad I contributed that energy. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, like literally I'm just like, you know, just so like, I, and I guess it, it, it makes sense. Like when yeah. you see how far my relationship with YouTube and cameras go, yeah. it's just something in my head kind of just goes there. But uh, I'd rather be in front of a camera, you know, which That's is like weird because I don't vlog, but I'd rather be in front of a camera at any given point, 100%. Back to the story of, of your story. Yeah. The Danny story. Um, so you're in college and you're thinking about like what you're, what you're going to be remembered as. That, that was where we left off, like right before, I guess, Cool Man Coffee Dan. Mm. It's like really kicked off. I'm always like thinking about my legacy. So it's like you know it's like a weird big picture thing in me no that thing and was I, great I, I didn't like the idea of me just being a like having peaked creatively um with with danny's studio in 2010 2012 so and then i started like really feeling like i was missing out on this great party because youtube and vlogging and content creation was only getting more and more popular and more and more normal by like maybe marketing and, and branding standards like what, what years is that that I started thinking about all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, 20, 2014, I like okay. realized like I lost, like I lost the trust of my audience because I didn't upload. Yeah. Then I tried too many different styles in yeah. like a too short amount of time. And like shout out to anyone who stuck through all that. <laughs> and 
um, I just like felt like I it was like donezo and like you know, um, but I always knew some way somehow I would make a major comeback, and I always knew all these people that were that used to be friends with me on YouTube, like fellow YouTubers that were friends with me, like when we were both killing it in like 2010, and then when I fell off it three years later. And they like wouldn't respond to my text because now That's they were weird. big. That's weird. I always knew that they would be the ones hitting me up in two years or three years or five years when I was, you know, back at it, killing it. And I wouldn't ignore them. That's what that was my master plan. Dude, no, so. it's it's weird when that happens when people all of a sudden just like drop you or dead you. Yeah, and you know, there's like being busy for sure. You of know, course. and like, but like. You know, show love, man. Show respect. You know, come back. Even if you like Everybody. accidentally ignored a text for like three weeks, just like, man, I'm so sorry I missed this text. Like, how are you? Like, you know. Everybody's busy, man. Everyone's busy. Everybody's Everyone's busy. busy. But I remember that feeling like, damn, like now I'm like losing these like connects. And I remember one day I was like sitting alone in my, my sob, <laughs> my car. And um, I was like, it was like New Year's. It was like New Year's 2013 going to 2014. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to like just call as many of these old connections as I can right now and see who picks up. It was like a social experiment. I would say like half of them did. Half of them didn't. Half that did I caught up with and it was cool. Dude, Red Bull makes you burp, son. But, um, uh, you know, it was like, I'm always like connection based. Like I always think like, who's in my life right now? Like, you know, I love people. I love connections. Um, I think in the YouTube world, people like to use connections to get what yeah, they want of course, of course um not so much in new york i don't think at least not as much as like other places okay but um i was just like bringing it back i was not i was not happy with with that chapter being the peak so um once uh i had this like three in the morning idea for for an animation and i never animated prior i just kind of did it and uh, then I went to bed, and then a week later, that was the one that popped off. And I was like, this is my opportunity. This is my second chance. And I recognized it as that. What what animation was that? What, what was the idea at 3 a.m.? Well, so the animation is called Snakes Have Legs. And <laughs> it was... I worked backwards from the visual. Like... So wait, is this is this the video or the animation that like started yeah. your whole thing right yep. now? Yep. This is the one that went intensely massively viral and like i'm brushing my teeth as a yeah hold on my call could you re, re could you start it from the beginning yeah. <laughs> i've seen this
Dude, while this video was playing, I was peeking over the chat. Are people talking about my hoodies? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. To be happening one day. Soon. Sooner than one day. Be on the lookout. <laughs> so, what made you... Like, where did that... Where, where do you think that idea came oh, from? Oh, yeah. So... Three in the morning. Three in the morning, I'm brushing my teeth, bro. I had this, like, visual in my head of just, like, a snake with a pink background. I'm like... Okay, <laughs> so I'm like, I really want to do something with that. Built it backwards, you know, visual to narrative. And like, I was like, just making this like voice in this weird random skit about this snake coming in and this guy not believing that snakes had legs. And I was going to end it at that. And that like, I was going to end it at the snake saying that's some dumb shit. And then it would just been a weird thing. And it would have gotten like 500 views and that would have been that. But I started to keep going and pushing a little past my comfort zone as far as, as videos go. And added a few more lines that brought it into like political yeah, cartoon man. of sorts. Yep. Not really thinking like it would be massively relatable by any means. I don't even know like what a tag, like, how, like I, I knew like there was like tag your friends culture. But like, um, so once I realized like, mm, this is kind of relatable, I guess, and, and people might you know, tag their friends and maybe this video will get like 5,000 views. That'd be awesome. So like I uploaded it to, to Instagram and I said like, just tag your friend if you agree, which I've never done. How many followers did you have at this point? 2,000. 2,000. Yeah. And then like... What year is this? This is 20... This is the summer of 27... Last summer, 2017. Yeah. Right. So 20... Summer of 2017. And... About a week later, um, so much, so much shit happened that week, man. It was a very terrible week in my life. In my life, but um, I'm like sitting home and like home on Long Island. And yeah. There's this big rainstorm happening. I'm like dealing with shitty Long Island Wi-Fi and this and that. I get news that like my apartment's flooding back in Brooklyn. Like just so much bad shit. And there was like a bunch of like death of close loved ones in that like week or two. It was like a very weird part of my life and I'm in this weird mindset and it's raining as a cherry on top and I get this DM which I never really got back in those days and it's one of my my viewers then um shout out to that dude by the way I forget what his name is but he just kind of hit me up and said hey do you know your video is like it's been reposted on this huge meme page with like half half a million followers and I'm like no and he links me and it was like a heart drop moment because it was a bad situation because they they ripped my video and I didn't watermark it and I they didn't tag me and then I realized that what happened on that meme page happened on like hundreds of others and it was this weird 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 moment in my life where for the first time after 10 years of uploading shit to YouTube that one of them was so highly appreciated uh, that other pages just started ripping it. And then it was this new feeling of seeing my, my exact carbon copy creation just get tens of thousands of views and like hundreds of thousands. And like I've never experienced like throughout all those eras in my life, my most viewed video was like 200,000. That's it. And that was by a landslide. That was my most viewed. So 
Yeah, two hundred thousand is a lot. Stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> but that was one out of ten years yeah, exactly. of content. Exactly. So, um, my heart was like, "What?" I'm like, my heart's beating. I'm like messaging this meme page. I'm like, "There's no way they're gonna answer." <clears throat> they did. You know, it's like a fourteen year old kid running this meme page. <laughs> like, oh yeah, sorry. And they added. I was like, oh my god. And then I started getting followers. I saw I got like two hundred followers in one day. I was like, yo, what? So wait, they they just tagged you on on they tagged me and they were like yeah i got it from this other source that didn't tag you then i hit up that source and my my home didn't have wi-fi and i knew this was like either going to be the start to a new chapter in my creative life or just like a passing 15 minutes of fame and i didn't want to be want it to be that so in my lack of wi-fi at my home i ran to my train station in the rain and just kind of sat under the scaffolding using optimum wi-fi and hit up every meme page that used my video saying, hey, thanks for using it. You don't want to create enemies. You don't want to be like, fuck you. So, hey, thanks for using it. Would appreciate it if you tagged me. And like 75% of them did. By the way, that part-time job of like DMing these pages that didn't credit you was like the next two months of my life. Just whenever I saw that it was happening. I was at like a bar with my friends and I saw it was happening, I would just do it. Just do it. And that's, if I didn't do that, it would have just been a passing, you know, moment. I wouldn't have gained any of the, the followers that the I wave would The wave would have came and gone. Came and gone. So I'm glad I did that. But um, once like all that was figured out and I like, I, I got up to like 5,000 subscribers to this <clears throat> or followers rather. So you went from 2,000 to 5,000 in two months. In like, well, like in like a, like a, Maybe two to three weeks, maybe a month, okay. you know, month. <clears throat> but like it was insane. And then all of a sudden I was like up to, uh, you know, these, these few thousand people. I was like, this is like what I'm going to be doing now. Like, this is the sign that I'm going to be doing this. Like, this is the calling. I didn't know that it was going to show itself as this new opportunity through animation of all things of like bad animation. <laughs> But it did, and I ran with it. I got to drink something. I got something in my throat. Yeah, man. No, no, do your thing. So, I mean, for those just listening or, or who aren't familiar with Dan's animation, or um, it's how would you describe your animation, man? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad. You know, it's super simple. Super simple, bright colored. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's, it's always just like two dots as the eyes and then like just a line as the mouth. I'm so proud that I knew to lean away from the mic to cough. I think that's just through listening to Rogan. Ooh. I just, oh, you always hear like a, <coughs> and it's like Joe Rogan just fucking coughing up his lungs. <laughs> from that uh, bulletproof coffee and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's brightly colored. These are like what my high school notebooks looked like. These characters. And, you know, um, they like, all of a sudden, people like started wanting to like see more of certain types of characters. It's just simple lines, man. Simple lines. So That's great. I started bringing certain characters back, uh, like blue dude, like shape guys, rec triangle, rectangle. Sam just got this from you. Sam Sheffer copped a 3D model of them. Very cool. Yeah. Um, people really find comfort in these guys man it's it's really cool like, no they do man and like yo like i said you have one of the most uh interactive um instagrams man where like i feel like 
that the interaction on your posts are crazy. Yeah. There's so many reposts. There's so many likes and so many comments. It's, it's just the craziest engagement I've seen on anybody's Instagram. Dude, and I feel like I I don't even know that. Like, I just it's, it's just such a matter of fact, and it's like cool that all these people are appreciating it. You know, I'm like it's such an honor that people are sticking around and just watching this stuff because it's so. I, I feel like maybe they are because of how simple it is in like yeah, the, the world of how complex and and latest technology esque the, the social media climate is nowadays you know this is just bare bones and i this is a really nice mic man i don't have a mic like this i have a 40 dollar mic and it kind of just works no man i was i was going to get into that i was going to get into like the more technical side of uh of your youtube creations and your video making like what did you start out with oh like, like th those videos that we just watched with the with oh the yeah Rube goldberg <sighs> man shit i like <sighs> It was definitely a cassette camera. Sick. Like a JVC, JVC yeah. camcorder. Yeah. Like I have the sound of the tape popping out ingrained in my memory. Like it was it was literally just like the small. So and the only reason we had that in our house was because my my dad bought it for my mom for Mother's Day and she never used it. So then it just became mine. And. <laughs> Uh, it was literally like, you know, just that. And I remember like importing it with a, fi <clears throat> a fire wire. Fire wire is what it was called into iMovie and editing like that. On like a, on, on a Mac? On an iMac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IMac. So I had like a 2004 desktop iMac. Crazy. That's how I would edit. And then um, so wait, and then how would you later on add those animations where I saw like there was a robot in one of your older videos? Like yeah, so at that point, at a certain point, I upgraded to a handy cam. I forget what it was called, but you know, traditional. It was like two thousand six seven technology. It was expensive when we bought it. Now it's I think it was like eight hundred bucks off a of retail at B and H. And now, like, if you were to try to sell that thing, like, maybe you would get, like, 20 bucks. But um, <laughs> it was, like, the type of deal where, you know, handy can't, like, film your things. And then I would upload it into Final Cut Express and edit that way. But, like, the drawings in my videos were literally, like, me drawing in free illustration programs. Mm. And then coloring the background green so I could green screen it in to... Uh, <laughs> to uh my, my my footage my real life footage there's some crazy shit yo that's sick man there's some crazy shit going on in, in this era of my life no that's sick yeah like if you click on that high five journey video which was like right around so wait what, what, what could people look up to back, uh back, the uh sorry uh right around there high five journey right below that one right below yeah so like this one, stylistically, I never knew how to officially animate. I still don't. The the title is <laughs> called High Five Journey. Oh yeah, featuring yeah, yeah. the influence, <laughs> the influencers. So this was like with my hometown band, and uh, I wanted a monster to appear, and I wanted to defeat the monster with music in this sketch idea, but Before I didn't know how to get a monster. 
So I drew this monster on printing paper and masked it out and then kind of keyframed it. Like if you skip to like maybe the two minute mark. So Danny's in the woods with like three of his buddies. <laughs> I think the monster appears somewhere around here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, it's it's insane. Like how outside the box I had to get. Your boys were down to shoot with you, though, man. Yeah, there it is. Oh, there it is. A monster appears from the woods. That's literally printing paper. I, I took a picture of my iPhone and just kind of masked it out and, and imported it into the footage. Like, I wish someone kind of told me that that wasn't the way to do it. But there wasn't that person. So I just did it anyway. No, man. I mean... The fact that you somehow f you figured out how to get that into your footage is great. And then, it doesn't look bad. No, it doesn't. <laughs> look bad. It really doesn't. Yeah, it works with the yeah. campiness of the video. And this camera I'm shooting on, like, I really didn't know how to get a wider frame, so I attached two fisheye lens together, resulting in this pinhole effect. And again, when people tell me what they liked most about Danny's studio videos back in the day, is like, I remember, like, you had this circle lens. Nobody, why would you do that? You're like, you have 20, you have like 35% less visuals going on on screen. But like, that's what worked for me at the time. And this is also around the time when everybody started getting like grants from YouTube. I remember everyone like, what the hell, man? Like everyone got like a thousand dollar grant from YouTube around this time. And I wasn't on that list. Like all my friends got like a thousand free dollars from YouTube. I don't know what was going on, but uh, everyone was buying like, Canon 60Ds. This was like around that time when that was like the latest DSLR to get. Okay. Everyone's quality bounced up and it was like latest like, you know, 4K quality. I was still making videos like that just because I didn't like have means to get a new camera. So like that's where I started kind of falling off uh, like technically, like logistically, equipment wise. Um, I just didn't have like what everyone else was having. And gotcha. I just, that's when I started like falling back in the race a little bit no but then shooting you, on like this tin can no but then that, <laughs> you, you took it to another level with your animation though where like people just weren't weren't really doing that on on instagram well so that's the thing like i always like was figured like i was always posing myself with the question what are people like what is the idea that no one else is doing I couldn't think of anything. All my ideas were way too complex. Like, it would be like, what if it's a guy with a this and a that, and he's doing it this way, and he's, like, located here, and there's, like, music, and then there's, like, a podcast that builds out. Like, it was, like, too complex to start from the ground up that way. Or you would just find someone, like, you would find, like, 100 people that are already doing that. And, like, I, I'm, like, that was my thing. I always wanted to find something that no one else was doing. I mean, you could do something that bunch of other people are doing but find your special way of doing it like vlogging but i want to find something that literally nobody else was doing i didn't know it was going to manifest itself as short form trippy comedic animation bad animation content tailored for instagram and then like you know i, I made it work for youtube and, and facebook built outward from there see i think what a lot of people i always this is like a reoccurring topic or something i always talk about on the podcast where it's like people don't realize how much work goes into this? Like you just like what we just walked through is ten back from two thousand nine 
of you doing this you know what i mean like this isn't this didn't just happen overnight even though it kind of did like you said like it, it was like an overnight success but you've been putting in work for about nine years right 10 years sorry it's, it's about it's about to be 2019 I, you know i almost think like i should just start including the years where i was making home movies but yeah. didn't have a place to post it no you should because that that's again and even you talking about how you looking at your phone and having to reach out to all these meme pages that that's a part-time job like mm-hmm. that's work man there's 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 a lot of people just look at it as oh that's easy to be a youtuber or oh that must be easy just doing stuff on instagram and posting on your phone and you know like making your own merch or whatever I'm like oh you could do it. it it's it's 2018 you can do it all from your phone but no man that that takes so much fucking time everything takes time and it takes no, time and you're putting yourself out there and, and if it fails you have no one else to blame but yourself yeah man and and that's like i think it's awesome that that like to hear your story of the fact that you've been doing this for 10 years yeah yeah no matter what like whether whether people were watching or not or whether you had a huge audience or, or or not you were just still you were still just exploring your creative side and you had these ideas in your head that you were somehow able to put into reality you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like that idea of the snake while you're brushing your teeth at 3 a.m you just decided to be like oh okay not just like oh, okay that's an idea whatever let me go to sleep now like yeah. you did something about it yeah. like you made the time to do this you 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 took you took your idea and put effort behind it and it became a thing. Yep. I think there's so, like multiple points throughout my life. Maybe this is just me. Maybe it's not. But the best ideas that kind of changed my life were always when I was on the like a, about to go to bed. And it's tough because you just want to go to bed and you're like, oh, I'll do it. In the, but you can't. You literally got to do it or like write it down or something. Um, I knew with that idea that if I didn't make it that night. I wouldn't make it so I just like made it and I like dug up my microphone that I still use to this day out of like this old shoebox and it's like weird how like the human mind works in regards to laziness and procrastination you like I was like I want to make this idea but do I really want to find that microphone it took me 30 fucking seconds to find that microphone I just did it you know you just gotta do it but like your mind comes up with all these reasons as to why you shouldn't I tweeted this the other day. I was very proud of it. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to butcher it, but um, oh, we could pull butcher it my up, own man. tweet. We could pull it up. Dude, it was something along the lines of like, human, like, uh, the brain is capable of like doing anything possible ever, but it also comes up with every reason as to why you shouldn't. It's true, this tweet man. was so much better no, than how man. I just said it. We're no, gonna find even, it. Even just that alone, like, <laughs> it yo that that's I, I live. It sounds corny. It sounds. It might sound like it might sound corny, but or it might sound like we're 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 on some hippie shit. But you know, like, dude, I am on some hippie shit, and maybe, yeah. maybe maybe it does sound corny to some people. But yo, that shit is to me. I really believe that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything where you're talking about, where you like you like to think uh cosmically you know what i mean and like think of things in certain ways like i'm with that man you know what i mean like i i'm a firm believer of just getting shit done and you figuring it out and if that's something that i've learned from casey and working in that whole crazy environment like even that's crazy in itself you know what i mean yeah and 
Oh, for the tweet? It's something like, I think God, like, yeah, I think you went a little too far. It's something <laughs> like God created brain and then an angel says, like, what? Oh, yeah, there it is. Right in smack dab in the God. middle. <clears throat> so God, God says, <laughs> God creating the brain. So the brain is going to be capable of pretty much anything, but mostly just default to convincing itself that it shouldn't even try. And the angel says, that's frustrating. And then God says, wait till you hear about my allergy concept. But, um, no, man. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true where Got I feel like. love on that tweet. Hell yeah. I, I feel like it's so true that, not even I feel like, it is true, man, that, that the brain comes up with any and every reason to not do something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that's why i even made the whole so there's this thing i do on, on my instagram where i'm running like odd hours into the night or whatever because i like to run and i like to I, I make it a point to get that workout in what's the oddest hour like 1 30 whoa two o'clock sometimes i get home late from from the studio and like I just, spooky you just gotta you just gotta get the the hours and to me the miles i just gotta get the miles in yeah um but yeah so i would write like people would ask me like, oh, so do you like, how do you stay in shape? I'm like, oh, you know, I work out. I, I, I run, I do calisthenics. And they're like, oh man, I wish I could run. I just don't have time. Mm. And I would hear that like constantly. And I'm, and what a lot of people don't know about me is like, I barely have any free time. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm mm-hmm. always here at the studio. I'm always doing something at 368 or I'm always, I'm always just caught up in shit. Like I commute to work. That's like an hour and 20 minutes. That's three hours total a day. I work a 40 plus hour work week and i have like an hour or two at most on the weekdays to have to myself right and when i would hear people just always say oh man like i wish i could run i just don't have time and it's just like it got to the point where it was really really becoming offensive to me yeah like you're weirdly getting mad at it yeah man and so i would just make these instagram posts like on my ig stories where it would just be, it would just show my feet running. Yeah. And then it would be a timestamp and it, time stamp and it would say like make time. Yeah. And I would just carve out an hour every day, no matter what. Right. And always run. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then people would just like start. People like, people get would be like, oh, <laughs> get a tattoo. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been thinking about that. I'm working with uh, Jeremy at 368 with, with uh, coming up with a tattoo. About but, that. Yeah, just make time backwards. Oh, period. oh, I'll tattoo yeah. it on, on my chest. I'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but back to what I was, my point that I was getting to is, dude, like, you make time for shit. You know what I mean? Like, you got to make it happen no matter what. You got to work with what you got and just make it work, man. And, and a lot of people like to procrastinate. Your brain will convince you to not do it. There's so many times where I come home and I don't want to run. You know what I mean? Mm. I I just want to go to bed because I know the next day I got to be up by 6.30, get on the commute, go to New York City, do some work, build out the studio, work with Colin, figure out podcast stuff. And just there's so much shit that goes on, but you have to just do this shit. You can't be like, oh, I don't feel like doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. I remember realizing that, like talk about getting mad at people. <laughs> Like, as if they're insulting you personally just because they're coming up with excuses for themselves. Yo. I was at, like, I got roped into, like, going to this freaking dance party bar. (laughs) Except it was really sad. And so I'm in that bar, kind of just, like, at a table, uh, knowing I'm going to leave within 15 minutes. And I'm, like, looking at all these people, man, that 
don't look like they're having fun either, but they feel like they had to be there because it's Friday night, you know, and they needed Dude. to like be out. I'm like, this is wasted time right now. Everyone's wasting time. Like, and I mean, like, there's people like genuinely have a good time. Like, you know, you got to get a break every once in a while. Like, I went to Art Basel in Miami, and that was like my first trip for pleasure that I ever booked for myself ever, dope, dope. ever. Congrats! Like, I never done that in my good life. Shit. But um, even there, I was like, you know, I was like <laughs> getting all anxious because I wanted to be working. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, like people are like just you know, there's this weird structure that's like people think is mandatory like oh yes. why why should you work right now why should you create something it's friday night it's like dude like no yeah no no <laughs> dude i'm glad that i'm not the only person to think like this because i've been like the last two years i've been really really making a point to not do things i don't want to do like if i get that fe- i yeah, get that likewise. feeling i get that feeling a lot man where i'm just sitting in a place with my friends because i know like it's like oh let's all go out let's hang out and then i'm there and i'm just like wow i don't want to be here yeah and then as now nowadays if i if i get for the last two years if i get that feeling i just i just get up and and i, I go like i don't once that thought enters my mind i'm like okay it's time to go ah i, I like that I because to, i have to leave soon i used to that thought used to pop into my mind and then three hours would pass with that thought just on loop and then it would just become really really bad no exactly and i know that feeling too and, and i've just like the last two years i've been I don't know what it is. I've been thinking about time a lot. And like, I even think that like the way people look at time is flawed. Mm. I've been thinking about this like a lot recently where like the way we look at time, we, we look at it as if like it repeats. Like, you know, it's like, oh, the, the week repeats or like it resets to Monday. Right. There's seven days and then it resets. Sunday to Monday, Monday to Sunday, blah, blah, blah. So then like you could always say something like, oh, you know what? I'll do it next Monday. Or I'll do it next month. I'll do it next year. But then in all reality, there will never... Today is what? The 17th? There will never be another December 17th, yeah. 2018 ever again. There will never be another this moment. No. But I feel like the way like time is structured for like the normal person, it's just embedded in people's psyche that like, oh no, you have, you have more time. Mm-hmm. It'll repeat mm-hmm. when it never does. Yeah. So like when you were saying like, oh yeah, you know what? I'll, you have an idea and I'll just write it tomorrow morning. That's not going to happen. I think I have a, I think I have like a clear filter as to like who you shouldn't hang out with. And it's as if they, it it really all boils down to if they like karaoke or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yo, I was not expecting that. If they, are either of you into karaoke? I mean, I'm about to get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me like, the truth. Like, no, no, the truth is, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of it. I'm not. I'm. This is a safe space, guys. You can tell me if you're yeah. into karaoke or not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a big fan of karaoke. Okay, I'm just making sure. Even though Filipinos are are notoriously oh known gosh, for that. Yes. Are they really? Yeah. Oh. No, oh. <laughs> no way. Is this like a Wait, thing? Did you, say you saw it on Vice. <laughs> I didn't know that. So it's like Italians, meatballs, yeah, it's like Filipino, and, like, and Asians, just Asians, Asians in, and, in general. Dude. Oh, okay. They're just into karaoke. Uh, you know what? I, once you broaden it to like the Asian, yeah, like Koreans, I think all those machines are just yeah. like Asian, made for the Asian market because yeah. it's like K-pop esque, 
like i feel awkward like a little ball bouncing across the the words yeah no i, I feel awkward when we go karaoke <laughs> like when 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 i've gone to go karaoke like, right with friends it's just awkward to me yeah it's like dude i hate I it so much i hate karaoke i think um it should be uh illegal <laughs> i really do i get why I've, people like it though i get it in the perfect utopia there's no karaoke that's great mm-hmm so wait, wait, wait. So where's the thought? <laughs> where's, where's the thought process behind this? Like, so, um, the thought process is: I think back to every time I was at a karaoke bar, and how that every time I just kind of got like really depressed. Really? Yeah. And I don't know why. Let's Fuck. break it down. Let's Fuck. break it down. Let's break it down here. Please, yeah. So no, please, you're in please. you're in a karaoke bar, and I'll pretend for the sake of example here that I love karaoke. Okay. I'm going to this bar because I want to do karaoke. Okay. This is where I go to karaoke. Fuck. So I go to this bar and I get a few drinks in me to karaoke, and then I karaoke, and then I karaoke some more, and then your night's over, and you spent your night karaokeing. You spent your entire night just kind of being drunk and pretending like you're Elvis. I don't know. What do people karaoke? I'm also using the word karaoke like it's a verb, <laughs> which I get what you mean though. Goes to and and, and you're celebrating. <laughs> I don't care this much, guys, but you're celebrating. Uh, you're celebrating lack of self-image. Interesting. I can see that though. And that's my testament to Congress as to why we shouldn't, as as to why we should make it illegal. No, but the, back to your whole point of like, a lot of time is definitely wasted in like bars, karaoke's, and just and money and money and and it's just like bullshitting. And I get it though. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not like a curmudgeon, and you know, like oh, I don't. Just you should always be working and doing productive things, you know, be productive as possible, blah, 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 yeah. positivity, this, that. No, man, like, I get it, but there's there's these feelings that I get, and, and I love that you brought that up because it, it, I feel like it kind of values for me, like, oh, I'm not the only one that, that feels this way. Yeah, and I used to be like that, like, spend every moment of every day being productive in some sense, but then I realized, like, well, what is productive to me? To me, being yes. productive is something totally different than, like, an accountant exactly. being productive. Yep. So like lately, like I've been like, you know, I, I, I got to relax. I need downtime. So is that down? What is that downtime to me? I've, I'm realizing that it's it's drawing and I yeah. realize it's reading, which is very productive. And I think that's another that's a very important part that you brought up is is realizing like what you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like what works for you and. And not just going along with what like the general blanket things are like oh yeah you know it's friday night i'm supposed to do this i'm supposed to hang out and get drunk and like no man you could do whatever the fuck you want like what, yeah. what do you really want to do yeah and, and and i think and i think you should go do that and i guess that kind of ties back into what i was saying earlier that it sucks that there's a stigma on certain things right like especially when you're really young or in school and like i was saying before too that i feel like it's important to encourage people to do what they want. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of people don't get encouraged. They don't get. They don't. They don't. They don't have a lot of support. They don't. And I've 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 been tossing this idea around in my head where I talk about this, just like human me, talk about this to the camera, um, because I'm realizing like a lot of young people 
especially young dudes don't really have someone to look up to in like a creative sense um and you know girls too but like i feel like if i were to think about my own personal experience i felt very alone in the uh creative guy self-conscious creative guy self-conscious quiet creative guy (laughs) category of being a human yeah i don't really have that much to um um resonate with or, or find comfort in or learn from um every time i would like type in like like you know this is like going to like super super different category but every time i would like type in like how do i get rid of like the dark circles under my eyes i'm really self-conscious about this in school like a bunch of like beauty vlog videos would pop up and i'm like shit no like I, and i feel like young men need a little some something something like third like 12 13 year old duty no, dudes out seriously. there who are like kind of sad <laughs> no man yo I, I lo- that's something that i really liked about uh, that i like about your your content because i feel like it it's simple art it's comedic but then it also touches on something that's like super real and it, it's it's really relatable even what you were just talking about right there dark circles under my eyes how do i do something about that yeah you know what i mean like yeah. a lot of people would never even like a lot of people would be like oh what are you what are you what are, what are you, you talking, talking about, about? Yeah, and I did I did a video with with my character Blue Dude about just like looking in the mirror too much. Like I like dude, oh my god. I was thinking about this the other day like if I combined all the hours of me just staring at myself in the mirror like oh my god, like that's a lot of hours like just self-consciously like picking at every yeah, like man. nitpicking your face and shit. Yeah, man. And so I made a video where it's just like you're, you know, I where Blue Dude talks about how he's been noticing that you've been looking in the mirror too much. <laughs> And, you know, he's, like, saying, like, you know, you maybe you wish, like, you, you know, your eyes, you, you, you think your eyes do this weird thing or, like, you're, you know, he notices that you're, like, you know, really self-conscious about your pimples and this and that. And, like, goes into this, like, barrage of, like, self-conscious white noise. And then, like, it goes into a bit of a storm. And then he kind of tells you, like, that you're wrong. You're, like, literally wrong about all that. Like, none of that is, is noticeable to other people. Um, and you should really focus on like the, the, the uniqueness that is you. And I got a lot of comments on that. Like people talking sure. about, you know, there's like the menial, like acne, like you get bummed out yeah, about man. your acne. And like, that's like, you know, after you watch a video, you're like, yeah, I guess people can't really notice that. But then there's like people that are like, uh, the part about the, the weird, the weird thing your eye does point, like that really resonated with, with people who like have like like a blind eye or like yeah. a, an eye that like lazy eye, lazy or, eye yeah. or like, you know, cock eyed, all that. Yeah, man. And, and th- th- those, those people were, you know, like really glad I, you know, they're like, that really resonated with me. And I'm like, you know, people, people just don't hear these things. And it, it, it's weird that they find, you know, these things being said in like these dumb drawn animations. But if that's the medium, it's being, communicated through them like so be it i'm glad to yep. be that 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 window i'm glad to be that conversation starter dude that's great that's fucking awesome that like you're doing that you know what i mean and that's why your videos have that much um interaction it just shows mm. how much it's like affecting people yeah whether whether it's they're just tagging their friends or they're sharing your links to other people or watching your youtube videos but dude there's so much there's so much interaction on your Instagram posts and all, all the stuff that you do. Mm. And it, it's definitely, it's obviously a testament to like the fact that it's touching on, on 
certain subjects that people don't talk about. Yeah, it's it's like touching upon these subjects and, and, you know, you would think it's mostly, if not all, the young crowd, boys and girls, like 13 to 17, like where you're in this vulnerable state. But it's like much more... It's still, it's a lot of that, but it's also a lot of, uh, like, people in their 30s. I forget that you get to, like, see all the demographics, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, so it's actually awesome. not, on Instagram, it's not the youngest age. The youngest age is the second most. The, what is it, 18 to 25 okay. is the most. So it's, like, a lot, like, you know, self-conscious has no age, man. You know? Yeah. You have, like... And, you know, this is in regards to the self-conscious, but, like, people, like, crave these good vibe videos, you know, whether it's talking about shit you're self-conscious about or just making you laugh with something dumb. Like, people crave the good energy, and um, it's actually not just, like, these 13-year-old kids. It's, like, no. you know, someone who's, like, 24 and had a rough day at work, you know? You'd be or, surprised, like, 37 man. and, yep. like, had a mental breakdown because, you know... Things are going to shit. Shit got real. Yeah. <laughs> and they just found some some comfort in like going on a little binge of, uh, you know, uh, uh, someone, you know, this, 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 uh, one, of, one of my most popular songs right now. I think the most popular song. You're doing your thing on Spotify too. Uh, yeah, I'm up, dropping, right? dropping a single, <laughs> dropping some fire about a tiny umbrella. See, you're killing it. It's man. my most popular song. It's, it's, about, a, it's about a lizard who, uh, you know, <laughs> came into contact with a wizard and uh he had he had one wish and his wish was to just get a little tiny umbrella because it's about to rain he's like i don't need much i'm just trying to stay dry son <laughs> yo it's not it's not up yet so not up yet it would be under cool man coffee Damn, it would be and um it's uh it's dropping soon but like the video is on youtube tiny umbrella um but so, the single recorded professionally will be on Spotify soon. So okay, where where we left off before we just went off on that um, was you had five thousand followers. Yeah. How do you go from five thousand followers to where you are now? At how many followers do you have on on Instagram? Um, a, not, mil- a million. <laughs> like not that a million four forty thousand. See, not and not not that like that's everything you know what i mean like oh that's the most important thing is how many followers you have but dude that's a big fucking deal bro yeah man and uh people sleep on that people will be like oh you're you're like instagram famous or you know it has a stigma to it sure but yo that's that's very like that means something it means yeah i mean it, it means something right it's like the number that you can't get just by going viral once i think it's the number that means you you've been working at this hard you know like what are the other accounts that have a million they're either like business pages or yeah the spider-man has a million (laughs) damn just call me (laughs) spider-man please um no but like it's like that that if you go viral like you're gonna like get up to like twenty thousand or one hundred thousand. yeah but like you know, a million bumps it into this tier of it means something else. And that's daunting because like... It does. It does mean something else. You're right. Right. You're These right. animations are carrying some weight to yeah. them. No, you're absolutely right. And I'm like, oh, so this is not just like a by the way thing. No. This is like a quit everything that distracts you from this thing, which I am in the process of doing. 
but uh <laughs> no that's, but, that's the right mindset dude. yeah like i want to do nothing but this like i'm very happy with how things are turning out here um but like i want to do it forever i want to do animation and see i what i guess what i want people to get from that is like don't sleep on don't sleep on social media don't sleep on this this like instagram mm. thing where like some people like i just remember for a while like say with youtube filmmakers didn't want to be like associated with youtube you know what i mean like no i'm a filmmaker right right. i, I don't make youtube videos blah blah blah. i make film i make stuff that matters you know like there was just like youtuber being internet famous was like looked down on somewhere. sure yeah even even now i feel like people don't take instagram people seriously mm. like some people don't yeah 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 because then they'll like, be sure. like oh oh you're just like an instagram model you just make instagram posts blah 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 like right. no man that's serious right a lot of people a lot of people don't realize that though so i guess that's something i want listeners to definitely get from this is like no man don't 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 sleep on that and like keep working on whatever it is you're working on and don't be like discouraged and like like we were talking about before it took 10 years to get to where you are and i always mm. talk about this with like people that ask me questions about casey and whatnot and vlogging i'm always like dude do you even know that this guy has crazy amounts of years and time that yeah. he's put into that yeah and people don't realize it but this whole instagram thing it's very real man like it's very real i think the quickest come up has been that guy lil hank williams that I'm, little, I'm not familiar with him oh my god lil hanky <laughs> the uh you'll know who i'm talking about once i once it gets pulled up he had that viral walmart vi- vi- uh video oh it's the yodeling kid so, dude, that, that happened, like, what? Like, nine months ago? Yo, yeah, he's out here. And he's out here. Yes. He's with Lil... What's his name? Yo, can you... Lil Yachty right Lil there. Yachty. Yo, see? With Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez. Yo, shout out to Sean Mendez. <laughs> he's got the in-ear monitors? Yeah, he's got the whole Holy setup. Holy shit. How and, many, he, and he has two million followers? And he was... Where was that? Was he like in... He was in a music festival, right? Coachella. Yeah, he like... like that Dude, that was like two months after. Yo, they brought him out. And I just remember like a remix for his yodeling came out. And I was like, yo, this is kind of dope. Oh, yeah. And then he dropped his first single. And... Can you find that yodeling remix, Colin? I, I want to hear that. I haven't even heard yeah. that. <laughs> but what happened that. with this is the kid went viral. And then someone saw that video. And someone saw the, 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 the magnitude it had. <sighs> and said... We got to sign this kid now. There's right. potential here. And it just, you know, through trial and error, like Dang. these labels are knowing, like knowing a success case when they see one. That EDM remix. This one? Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. I think that's it. No, man. But yeah, this is very real. So like, yo, get after it, guys. You know what I mean? Like, right. If, if you want to draw stuff. Oh wait, I'll I'll continue after these uh this commercial and this this video. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Yo. But I'm just saying like when she was like when you were like, Oh, you would you'll know who it is when when we look it up. I know exactly who that is. That's my alarm clock song. <laughs> now <laughs> yo that yodeling kid is wild dude <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah will there ever be another meetup oh yeah so i um did my first new york city meetup 
um, near Washington Square Park, and I didn't know what to expect, and a lot of cool homies rolled out for that one. A lot of young kids. Shout out to all of those beautiful people that made me feel special. Um, and we just kind of did some drawing. I did it with uh, a few other creators, and it was a really great time. You know, I, I didn't know who was going to show up, if anybody. Um, like, this was a few months after I went to VidCon, and I was just, like, baffled that people recognized me there. So I kind of went in with a little bit of confidence, like maybe people roll up, but like a lot of really cool, enthusiastic kids showed up, um, some with their parents, um, and we kind of just had a lot of fun. So definitely, I'm definitely trying to, it's kind of cold in New York City yeah, to do man. one now, Fuck. but I, 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 as soon as spring rolls around, I'm so ready to do another one bigger and better and you know have some more fun. I think that was like a really special moment. In my life, yeah. Do people showing up, man? People showing up. Start to finish. What's the timeline like to make one of your videos? Ooh, great, great question. <laughs> well, I mean, with like the short ones, I could bang it out in like half a day, you know, like an afternoon, from like concept to uh, to posting. Like I have this good enough workflow where I just type up a quick script in like notes on iMac. And like, there's no even like, uh, it's not it's so formatted terribly. Like it doesn't even tell you like who's saying what, but in my brain, I know who, what's going on. Yeah. So it's just like quick. I also got to the point where like subconsciously, I know how long a ping pong type conversation should be, um, just visually on, From experience, on the dude. screen for it to be one minute long. Like I know how long, like, I know how long, how, what it should look like to be 60 seconds just through trial and error, like, you know, doing it Experience, over and over man. again. Yeah. Like to the second, it's weird. Like it'll come out to like 59 seconds. See, and I, I think that's, you're just, again, it's just a great example of you just doing stuff. Like don't, don't get, don't get wrapped up in your mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, once you have an idea, you just like, okay. And then you just keep going with it. Don't be like, oh, this is dumb. I don't think this is. Right, right. Like, you know, just write it out. Just write it out. Just do it. Yeah, man, just do it. Before exactly. you got to get to it before your brain tells you not to. Yeah, your brain's going to. Your brain's yeah. going to tell you all gotta types of things. Got to beat it reason. to the punch. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's an interesting, terrible thing, but it's true. But uh, so like the short form stuff, like, like you know, half a day, but the longest, st- like I'm dropping a, a five minute Christmas special episode of Shape Guys on my YouTube Thursday, December 20th. I'm going to premiere it on YouTube, like the premiere feature, which I've never done before. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, you schedule mm. it and it's going to be very cool. Cause I could chat live with the viewers while Sick. it's being, being premiered, but that's like five minutes long. A lot going on with that. I worked with my partner, Andrew Shuda on that since September or October. So that's like a few months, you know, of animation. Like that's longer form animation. So anywhere from like a few hours to a few, a few months, months, give or take. <laughs> that's wild, man. Yeah. But but at the, at the end of the day you get it done at the end of the day you get it done you get it posted yep yeah. favorite book ooh favorite book um hmm honestly <laughs> it might be the book that like got me into reading which was Scar Tissue by uh, Anthony Kiedis it was it's the autobiography of the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers hmm. and it's some crazy shit man oh my god it's like a thick sized book so it gets you reading 
but it's so engaging with just like the crazy shit this guy went through. I can't even imagine the rock star lifestyle from like from baby to where he is now. And that's literally the book that got me into reading. I'm like, that kept my attention for that long. Oh my God. I'm just going to kind of see what else I could get myself into. Then I got into some Hemingway, um, which was super cool to like go into some more traditional storytelling. And then, um, I read uh, another really crazy one was like uh, Beautiful Boy, which they're making the movie about now with Steve Carell um, coming out. It's about like a father and son's relationship is like the son goes through like intense drug battle, like, you know, like drug uh, addiction. Um, And it's weird, man, because like I think all I'm like into is just like reading about (laughs) terrible things. But you know seeing how people it's real shit man that's real it's shit. real it's reality and seeing yep. how people deal with it yep. and 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 push through yep the the, the gloom you yep. know i think that's what really keeps me intrigued is like people you know are resilient people go through these things and no they do come out the other side you know they do a lot of people just want to think of things as being great are you gonna buy all those books it's all in the cart no is it oh you already have stuff in your cart Oh, it's like bulk condoms or something. <laughs> just fifty dollars worth of Trojan. It's, it's all of our posters that Jeremy told us to get. Oh, nice. oh yeah, we're getting posters for the studio space. Hell yeah! Like movie Speaking posters, like uh, Terminator Two, The Predator, nice original Blade Runner, nice movie posters. Hell yeah! Well, yeah, cool copy the original. oh, well, dude, I'm doing. I, I want to do posters. Funnily enough, you, so like, shout out to. Uh, Come wheat paste in that studio. Ooh, Yo, hell yeah. yeah, dude. Let's get a wheat paste in here. Dude, freaking let's yeah. do it, man. Let's let's do it. But uh yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff on its way. Um and I'm yeah. stoked that it's all happening, man. You know? It's yeah, we like, were we were talking about it a little before uh we sat down and put the mics on. That like dude, you're crushing it with your merch and everything, man. Congratulations. Dude. Thank you, bro. Stickers Thank you. And it's Everyone. stickers. Stickers are trying to bring those back because those are sold out. But uh um, it's cool, man. You know, it's, 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 I think it, it's officially at the point where it's more, it's turned into more of a thing than I thought it could have been <clears throat> when I started thinking of like, okay, like how big do I want this thing to be? Oh, it'd be cool to be like a big meme page or something with these animations. But like, it's, it's slowly but surely like turning itself into a, a bigger, it went from like a hut to a house to a small village. And eventually I'll, I'll, I'll make a cool little utopia yeah because where karaoke doesn't exist (laughs) (laughs) full circle nice this is in the background that's a i don't know any other best way to even just wrap that up right there fuck karaoke (laughs) peace (laughs) mic drop (laughs) danny man thank you so much for being on the podcast thanks for everybody watching um yeah check out cool man coffee dan i'm sure that's why everybody's even here like check out his instagram show him love all that stuff man thanks oh, for uh, tuning in yeah check, show love for the for the podcast um you can find us on itunes and everywhere else you consume podcasts if you rate and review it that would be great because it makes a big difference um yeah man subscribe check me out on anchor check out my instagram miguel miola all that stuff man Thanks for having me, man. Dude, Danny, thank you so much for being on. Hell yeah. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you.